Welcome back to Sports Avenue. I am your host, Elliot Laura Piper, alongside my co-host, Stephen Hines. We are bringing you this episode on Friday, August 6th. How's summer? Well, more like I should say, summer's about to be over, unfortunately. But welcome to the football edition of Enos. Enos. Oh my god, I can't get that out of my head. Sports Avenue. Um, it's always a football. Yeah, well, yes, but but we are excited tonight because it is the first NFL game back since the Super Bowl, or really since February. And I know I am I am just I, I don't even know the right adjective to use. I'm excited. <laughs> um, but that's not what we're going to be talking about first. The first one we're going to be talking about is the NHL. And the first one being is Evander Kane betting on his NHL games. So I I really I find this interesting because Evander Kane, a member of the San Jose Sharks, um, there was a report that his now-to-be ex-wife um, said that he was betting on his game, so purposely he would lose or, you know, win. So mm. now the NHL is um, looking into this. Uh, Evander Kane put out a statement, if I can find it, I think it was on NHL Discussion, um, you know, basically just bashing his wife, like, why would I ever do that? Um, and I, I really don't know what to think other than maybe he did, maybe he didn't. So this was his, um, oh, no, that wasn't his statement. Hang on one sec. That was, okay, well, this is basically just news on what he said. It says, how do you expect the Evander Kane situation to play out after his wife accused him of betting on Sharks games, throwing, throwing games away and partying in Europe while bank... While the bank repossessed his family's house back at home. So, wow, I didn't know that. So, <laughs> the bank took his house away. Um, yeah, that's that's interesting. Personally, I'm I'm not sure what to think on this. I mean, it's possible I that he it's, did. It's, I, okay, so the likelihood of him doing this is is a little low. But, I mean, it's not, it's not impossible. I don't think so at all. Mm. I think one thing about this is if he was doing this for a while and his wife knew about this, why, I mean, now all of a sudden, or now that uh, he's your ex-husband, now all of a sudden you come out and say that he did that, did right. all these things. Right. Like, and it, and I mean, it's kind of, go ahead. I mean, like, it, maybe you want to be loyal, I guess, mm-hmm. to your husband. I guess by trying to like keep his secret in that he's betting on all of his games, right. but if you're trying to like tell the truth and be and try to get him in trouble or anything like that, right? Like you would say that right away. But and now, that's the of thing. Course, he's your husband now. Right. I just think it's a little fishy the entire situation. I think it is like, like you just stated. I mean, if you knew this for a pretty long time, you know, he divorces you. And you're like, oh, you know what? Guess what? Guess what, NHL? Guess what, Barry Getman? Getman? <laughs> Bettman? He he uh he betted on his games. Yeah, yeah. What the hell he did? I mean, I I just think it's very fishy. And I'm not saying she was lying. I just think yeah, it's more probable that she was. But I'm not yeah. saying she was exactly lying. Um, mm-hmm. who knows? I mean, I think Evander Kane is an amazing hockey player, and he's a pretty much an asset to the uh, San Jose Sharks, but he uh, he's basically gone private about everything. Um, I also heard like, that uh, you can, 
You can go. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, it's, you know, he's pretty much the only statement he put out, which was I was about to read, but I didn't, couldn't find it anywhere. But, um, yeah, I... And, you know, the NHL hasn't put anything out about this. You know, the only major ones have been ESPN. So, go ahead, what were you saying? Actually, I heard about uh, Sharks players not wanting him back on the team for the next year. Right. Like, they wanted him off the team. So, I find well, that, that that can affect team chemistry. Yeah, right. Well, personally, from a Sharks, like, if you're, uh, um, say you're, like, Brett Burns, like... I'm not sure if he was traded or not. I'm just going off the top of my head. I don't know the Sharks too well. But if if I'm like Brett Burns, right, my team is like, you know, the, 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 the Sharks are decent. You know, they're not anything great, but they're decent. Um, you know, I don't think if I had such a, um, a rumor against my teammate, I don't think I'd really want them back on my team. Like, because if it's yeah. true, if it's true... The whole team loses out. It's not like they're betting, too. You know what I mean? They're not betting. Yeah. They're not going to get any money if they lose, you know? So, no, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want Evander Kane back on my team, even if it, you know, if it came out he it was true, right? Or if it wasn't yeah. true. Because then what if he also, just does it again? What team so, is going to want Evander Kane on their team if he doesn't go to the right. if he's not on the Sharks for right. the season, next season? So, no one's going to want him because it's like, okay, so you're going to bet on or get, no, get the fuck out of my locker room. Like it's, yeah. it's ridiculous. But once again, then you have, it's well, maybe his ex-wife is just saying something, you know, you know, try to ruin his career, you know, but it, mm-hmm. like I said, it's 50, 50 for me. It's more like I lean 40%, more like 30% chance he did this 50%. He didn't. That's what I'm really looking at here. Um, I kind of just have to look at the facts. Like Vander Kane is an amazing hockey player and he's played for a very long time, is it likely that he would be so irresponsible to bet on his games? Not really, you know? So I'm not sure, but we'll see where this goes. It's still developing, um, but we will keep you updated on our Instagram if anything else happens with that. But um, moving into our next topic, this is insane. This is insane. Former Blue Jackets coach John Tortorella, the one that you see on YouTube that, you know, blows up at all the, uh, that blows up at the press and the media and just, you know, really gets annoyed. He's famous for wanting to fight one of the uh, media personnel. (laughs) He was like two (laughs) seconds from uh, (coughs) fist at one of the uh, reporters. Uh, I don't blame yeah. him. The reporter, the reporter was a little annoying, but you know. But so John Tortorella is off to ESPN, believe it or not, to be a analyst for the NHL. That is insane. So <laughs> I don't know if he couldn't resign with Columbus, couldn't resign with the Jackets, or he just no, no other team wanted that bad reputation. Um, but he is one coach I wouldn't want to lose in overtime with. <laughs> I mean, this guy yeah. blows up at anything. I mean, it, it's insane. How like it's it's ridiculous. Like, can you imagine the, how crazy he's going to be as a reporter? Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> so there was actually there was one time uh, when Columbus lost in overtime. No, my yeah. No, wait, it might have been... Oh, it was Vancouver, I think. Because he coached Vancouver, New York, and um, Columbus. So, one time, uh, Vancouver was in Calgary. 
and they lost in overtime, and he storms out onto the ice, and he's, like, trying to fight one of the players that is celebrating, and then they get back to the locker room, right, and the NHL Network cuts to um, John Tortorella, and he's in the Calgary Flames dressing room, like, he... (laughs) I don't, this guy is just ridiculous, and now he's going to be an analyst on ESPN. I'm personally excited for it. I, I can't wait to see what he brings to ESPN, but, yeah. I mean, it's going to be insane. It is going to be insane. It might actually make does. ESPN wor- uh, worth a watch. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I, I, I don't really watch ESPN too much. I mean, like, if it's on in the middle of the night, like, I'll watch it, but other than that, I really don't watch ESPN. Unless, like, Monday Night Football is on. Let's be honest, who really watches Monday Night Football? I mean, I, I guess well, some people. Unless your team is playing on Monday Night Football. Yeah, really. I mean, I'm not tuning in to watch uh, <laughs> the Broncos and, you know, Jets. You know, I just, I don't care for it. But, um, yeah. so, I don't know. We'll see what uh, where that goes. But moving into our next NHL topic, what do we have here? Okay, so Ryan Reeves, a former Vegas Golden Knight now, is heading, headed to the New York Rangers. Now, so in the last couple years, maybe last three years, maybe four, um, maybe actually five, I'm not sure. Um, Ryan Reeves was on the Penguins, Knights, and now the Rangers. Now, with that trade, Vegas picks up a 2022 third-round pick. Personally, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think uh, Ryan Reeves was worth a, a third-round pick. I really don't think he was. I mean, he, he's what a player. What do you fighter. think he was worth? I don't know what he was worth, but I don't think he was a third-round. I, I really don't. If I was New York, I would have given him, like, a I don't a lower pick. Like, I, I don't think – I don't know. I don't think he deserved a third-round pick. I mean, he he can fight, right? He, he is definitely a fighter. Um, and he destroys anyone he fights, but I just, I don't know, I don't think he's a third-round pick for Vegas. But, I mean, good for Vegas. Yeah, you think Vegas won the trade? Oh, yeah, 100%. They got more, they got more than they should have, 100%. Vegas definitely won this trade (laughs) by a long shot. Like, I, yeah, no, Vegas won that, because... Now, you you have all these young kids, you know, from college hockey and, you know, that they're going to get a chance at, and, you know, now New York is going to be stuck with Ryan Reeves. And I'm not saying Ryan Reeves is bad. I think he's great. Yeah. But, I mean, I just don't think he was worth that type of pick. And, honestly, New York kind of got shit on, you know. like. <coughs> but, personally, Ryan Reeves is just, you know, is Ryan Reeves. He's very arrogant and sometimes can be pretty cocky I think so um but yeah I mean it all depends I mean I personally think Vegas completely just fucking raked him over the rails with that trade I don't Mm. think they should have ever gotten something that good but but like I said no I don't think that it's Ryan Reeves that is bad I just don't think he was worth worth that at all but yeah. It's been the time we've all been waiting for. We are moving into the NFL topics. And that being, now Steven's going to take over pretty much for these topics. So you'll kind of hear me, you know, mm-hmm, yep, gotcha. <laughs> so you'll hear that. So I know he was um, not too excited about this first topic. Mason Rudolph to start a quarterback in the Hall of Fame game. Let's hear your opinion. I <laughs> don't like it 
I personally mm-hmm. I think Dwayne Haskins should have started. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you knew Ben Ben wasn't gonna start right. in the preseason games. Pre-season. It was gonna yeah. be either Dwayne Haskins or Mason Rudolph, right. and I really hoped it would be Dwayne Haskins because everybody's so excited to see him mm-hmm. play in a Steelers uniform, and they really want to see how well he'll he'll, he'll do. But right. now you're playing Mason Rudolph, who already has played almost the whole season with the Steelers, mm-hmm. and has and sucked. But that was also yeah. when when we were thrown into the regular season into the right. starter role, so mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see what Mason Rudolph does. But I think Dwayne Haskins will be better than Mason right. Rudolph as mm-hmm. a Steeler. So right. I just I really wanted to see Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, be I mean, the starter. Well, now I don't think is Dak isn't starting, is he? I don't think he is. No, I think he actually hurt, no he hurt his shoulder. Yeah, in, okay, that's what I thought. In practice. Because they were, they were showing like you know the commercials. I mean, maybe it was just to get people hyped, and it probably was. But um, you know, it was Dak and Ben. I'm like, that doesn't add up. Who is starting their like star quarterback in the preseason? So yeah, um, yeah, I per- yeah, I think uh, Dak isn't starting. So um, yeah. also, we'll see what happens. One more I th- thing. Go ahead. Uh, I was in Pittsburgh mm-hmm. for a little bit. Uh, for about for about yeah about a day, and uh, we went and saw the Pittsburgh Steelers training camp, uh-huh. uh, and we saw a lot of different players being doing very well in practice. And one of those players was Dwayne Haskins. He was oh, yeah. hitting he was hitting all of his throws. He was making all these deep throws, which we knew he had a good arm, but he just right. wasn't accurate. And he definitely showed that accuracy. Yeah. In in practice, mm-hmm. uh, and Mason Rudolph, almost every throw that at least I saw him make, mm-hmm. uh, he was overthrowing his receivers, or mm-hmm. he was missing his target, or missing, or making the wrong read. And yeah. now I'm just like, ma- yes, that was only one practice that I saw, but mm-hmm. I feel like Mason Dwayne Haskins should have started just based on how well he was doing in practice. And how bad Mason Rudolph is doing in practice, right. but yet, and it's not like Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins is a rookie, and you're just going to start like the person with more experience over him. Dwayne yeah. Haskins was a starter for the Washington mm-hmm. Football Team, and yeah. yes, he didn't do that well, but at least he started in a game where he was named the starter right. from day one. And now you're yeah. putting in Mason Rudolph, who was just thrown in there randomly yeah. at a random point in the season. So now so I feel like. That's why I want Dwayne Haskins to start because he was doing so much better in practice than Mason Rudolph. Right. Yeah, I, I don't think it was a great decision on, you know, Tomlin's part, really. Um, I just, I there's something about Rudolph that it's like it's either, you know, like you said, overthrown or just a missed pass. I really, I really don't think they should have made that decision. But I, personally, they'll probably start Haskins somewhere in the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Probably, you know, in the second. It might half. be like, uh, like one first half. Mason yeah. Rudolph will start. Second right. half, when Haskins will start. Yeah, give them both. You know, you know, uh, two quarters. Um, Equal amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that should be uh, interesting to see tonight. Personally, I have you know Steel City winning. Uh, it's going to be a great game. I'm excited for it. Um, but speaking of Pittsburgh, how how was your uh, Pittsburgh trip? Let's hear about it. It was very it was very nice uh, going nice. to go see uh, family down there. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, you got family down there too. Half of my are half we, of my dad's. <laughs> Go ahead. We kind of just met up in Pittsburgh. Uh, yeah. I'm here in Indiana right now. Oh, okay. So, yeah, we also went to after like literally as soon as we left training camp, we went mm-hmm. over to PNC Park and watched the first game of the Pittsburgh Pirates and Phillies series. Oh, okay. And All we right. got to see the Pirates destroy the Phillies seven nothing in that <laughs> game, which is yeah, awesome. I thought you weren't a big Pirates fan. <laughs> well, I mean, it's still Pittsburgh. Yeah. And also, worth it's the Phillies. So, yeah. yeah, I can't stand the Phillies. You know, I, I'd be rooting now, what, for the what Pirates. Been better. What would be yeah. better is that they would have beaten the Yankees seven nothing. That would have been amazing. Oh, you would have been you would have been bragging to me. Oh man. I would have heard it for days, people. I would have heard it for days. (laughs) You would have heard it on this episode. (laughs) You would have heard it on this episode. Um so yeah. I gotta get down to Pittsburgh. I really I gotta ask you a question. Did you have Permani brothers? No, unfortunately not. Damn. We weren't we weren't near a place where like, the Primanti Brothers wasn't near us because since we only spent, like, maybe about, like, five, five six hours, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe more, we didn't really have much time to yeah. go to the Primanti Brothers as much as it, we would have liked to, but right. unfortunately not. Yeah, I got to get myself down to Pittsburgh. It's just my 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 mom hates traveling that far on the highway. It, it, it's, it's unbearable yeah. uh, with her on the highway. I don't know what we're going to do when we go to Disney. I just, <laughs> I thank well, God we're leaving. Thing Go is, ahead. Pittsburgh is definitely a walking city. Oh, yeah, like, 100%. You have to park somewhere and walk wherever you're going. Right, right. And that's if you, you can can't. find parking. Yeah. Um, but also, yeah, my... the funniest part of that game, of the Pirates, uh, Phillies game, was Bryce mm-hmm. Harper. He yeah. did absolutely terrible in that game. He, <laughs> he it was... It, one of them, the first, the first play, he was mm-hmm. he was in he was in right field, which is his normal position, and mm-hmm. it was an easy it was a it was a routine fly out or mm-hmm. routine pop up should have been an easy catch, and then he it's in the middle of the night, so it's not like he could have like lost it in the sun, yeah. somewhere. Actually, it wasn't that dark out yet, but it was really cloudy, mm-hmm. so it's not like he could have lost it in the sun. And then he just ends up misreading it and misses it. And he just reaches for it over his head and misses it. And then runs into the wall. And then he <laughs> falls over on his ass. And then the other guy picks it up and launches it. He gets a double. It was hilarious. But I hate Bryce Harper. And he must be one of the best players in the league. And then he did it again, like, four innings later. Oh, my God. And then oh, he somehow, shit. like, hurt his ribs somehow. And then he ended up playing the rest of the game. I don't know. <laughs> he ran into the fucking wall. Twice. <laughs> oh, shit. He fell on his ass. Oh, my God. Oh, that's too funny. Oh, poor Bryce. No, no, I take that back. Not poor Bryce. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. But, yeah. oh, that's too funny. Um, But... So we covered the, all right, we have one topic left in the NFL. We kind of got into the MLB a little bit. We kind of just touched in there, but um, football season right around the corner. I am ecstatic. So there's one thing that I love about the NFL season every year, and I even put it on my story yesterday. It's football around Halloween. That is what I love. 
you know, yeah. just a nice autumn day, you know, the leaves are falling and you turn on CBS at 1 p.m. to watch the Steelers beat up on the Jaguars, you know, yeah. it's just, it's, you know, <coughs> you know, well, that's Fox, yeah. but um, mm-hmm. it's just, I, I just love, you know, the aesthetic of fall. I don't know what it is, but especially watching Thanksgiving football. games. Oh yeah, we should have had the Thanksgiving game between the Steelers and Ravens last season, but they had. Oh, to don't <laughs> don't get me started on that shit. We'll Three be here times for an they hour. suspended that. Well, we we will be here for a fucking hour if you get me started on that whole bullshit. <laughs> um, that was ridiculous, <laughs> and personally, Roger lost a lot of money, definitely. Um, but yeah, yeah, I am just so excited. You know, it's even better. You know, usually uh, my brother and I, last season, um, it was after the Eagles game, we got together, we made hot sausage, like, and this was my first, my, you know, my brother's first time cooking, and I'm like, Devin, do, do you even know how to make sausage? Oh, well, yeah, you, you put it in a pan. I'm like, no, Devin, to make hot sausage, you, you're going to want to put that in, uh, you know, a crock pot. Oh, okay. Hey, I ain't going to lie to you, it was pretty good, but... um. Just, oh, you, did you tell him how to make it? Well, no, we went off of YouTube. <laughs> we went off of some girl's tutorial on YouTube. <laughs> oh shit! I, mean, I, I, I gave it to him. It, it was pretty good, but um, so we had that and you know chips and dip and stuff. Just it the the vibe of football season, or or even you know Green Night games on the hill at like one. I just it's so just pleasing like i don't know what it is but fall is just like my favorite season besides christmas because christmas is nice but it's too cold for me you know what i mean like in fall it's still kind of hot and then you have the days where it's chilly you know but it's just football season and fall is my favorite you know but um starting the summer you got preseason coming up and i'm i'm excited so yeah. Now, a lot of people are predicting. I, I just saw one person's uh, prediction for the Steelers. Um, his name is Mike uh, Patillo or something on uh, TikTok. He has, like, millions of followers. Yeah. Um, just said that he predicts the Steelers will go third, not 13, 14-3, and three, uh, losing to the Chiefs, mm. Packers, and Bills. An interesting uh, prediction. Okay. I mean, who knows? So we'll see what happens there. I mean, I I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, but moving in to the MLB now, I know I'm gonna I am about to pronounce this name horribly wrong, but um, the I Mets, bet you are. Yeah. All right. Yeah, okay. I probably am. Uh, Mets. But <laughs> okay. So if I <laughs> pronounce it wrong, just correct me. I'm trying to mentally yeah. prepare for this. Okay. I'm gonna say it the way I think. All right, <laughs> bro, this is going to be so bad. All right, Mets pick up Javarm. Am I saying that right? Javarm? No. Hell no. No, damn it. <laughs> damn it. Okay, wait. So let me just say it the way I think. Javar Biez. <laughs> no. Not even close. All right. Okay, let's hear it. What is it? Javier Baez. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. That's 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 a disgrace. That doesn't even belong. Oh my God! Okay, well, you, I know you were pretty excited about this, so so why don't you tell us what you think? <laughs> I was extremely excited because Ugh. Javier Baez is one of the top short, shortstops in the league, mm-hmm. and 
he is definitely a a, a good all around hitter. He was mm-hmm. uh, he's an amazing fielder, known for his fielding. He has decent speed. He's a, probably one of the best all around player in yeah. the best all around infielder in the league. But my f- weird thing is that we already have Francisco Lindor. Mm-hmm. Now I know he wasn't having the best season, but. Uh, I think getting Javier Baez is very good because you can play him at you can play him at short uh, third base, you can play him at second base, mm-hmm. you can play him everywhere everywhere on the field, and yeah. which is which is very good to have a, dy- a dynamic player like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we we really needed a third baseman, so yeah. I think when they figured out because the Mets were going for Chris Bryant as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But once they figured out that they couldn't get Chris Bryant, they thought that they could get Javier Baez, which they did. So, hmm. yeah, uh, fucking Mets, lucky bastards. <laughs> um, so... Hey, you got you got Joey Gallo. And okay, Anthony well, Rizzo. oh, and can't speaking. Say shit. Okay, well, speaking of the Yankees' luck. Fucking Garrett Cole is now injured. You know, I, I don't know if that's good or bad for the Yankees. <laughs> that's terrible because he's a race pitcher. And yet, yes, he he has sucked this year, but he's still a race pitcher. Well, the man, I don't know. I, I, I have my doubts. You know, I was so happy that Garrett Cole came to the New York Yankees. I was like, holy shit, came from the Houston Astros. Yeah, ooh, the cheating team. And <laughs> he just has done dog shit every game it's just it's so annoying you bring in a guy you know you pay him millions of dollars a year a fucking year and he sucks dog shit what i just i'm done i'm done with baseball i (laughs) god damn it finally a mets fan no no that will never happen but just i just I don't know what to say. At this point, I've uninstalled ESPN. It's no longer an app on my phone. It's just, I can't do it anymore. I can't. It's just ridiculous. Where are you getting but, your information from? Uh, Yahoo Sports. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yahoo Sports and Bleacher Report. That's what I use. Yeah. Um, you actually you actually told me about Bleacher Report, and I thank yeah. you for that. I have I had no clue what Bleacher Report was. Um, but yeah, I just, what the hell, but, but some good news on the other side, the Yankees take a three game sweep against the Marlins. Yay. Mm-hmm. yay! 10 to four outscoring them 10 to four and all they should have outscored them more. Uh, but what do you expect? It's a New York fucking Yankees. I don't expect, uh, my expectations no, not aren't very high. To, I'm not going to say anything that like, you know, it's just the Marlins or anything. I can't say that because we we lost three to one in the series to yeah. the Marlins, uh-huh. so I can't really say anything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why don't you go ahead, Stephen? Why don't you remind everyone that you lost three to one? Go ahead. <laughs> well, we lost three to one to the Marlins. Uh, yeah, there you go. Okay, now I'm happy. All the, even <laughs> though we swept the Yankees in the Subway Series, I I don't know what you're talking about. I had never heard of that. <laughs> go back like go back like two episodes, and you can see. All right. To be exact, it's uh, if you wanna if you wanna hear, it, it's season two, episode three. <laughs> mm. Um, but yeah, I think this is our eighth episode. Holy shit, we're coming up on In season two. Yeah. yeah, we are coming up on season three. That's and we started what we started this at the end of March. Holy shit. 
Um, so once again, and our, and our listens are like sky high right now. And, and it's odd because when I go on the dashboard, I can see like from what parts of the country people listen to and almost like 50% of our listeners are from the UK, which is really weird. Um, so hello, UK fans, (laughs) we should come out with merch. Um, yeah, yeah, so, uh. Yeah, so we have basically fifty percent are U.S. and the other percent are the U.K. So that's interesting. That's odd because we don't—I don't know anybody from the U.K. Well, so. yeah. Well, basically, what happens with uh, Apple Podcast, like when you sign up for Apple Podcast or even make an account with Apple, you pick yeah. like which uh, things you like. So there's a recommended page, and it probably pops up on there for people that are interested. In so it comes up topic. with American sports, unless they're just watching for WWE. Then that would yeah, make that, sense. Yeah, that would make sense. There are a lot of UK fans. But who knows? I mean, we do have 50% of our listeners are from the UK. So hello, yeah. UK. I, I love the United Kingdom. I got to get out to uh, London. I'm going to see it. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know, man. The Yankees, uh, they're piss poor. And thankfully, <laughs> people in the UK don't have to deal with uh, the New York Yankees. Oh, man. But on another funny thing, this was amazing. So a cat interrupted the New York Yankees game versus the uh, Orioles, and the fans started to chant MVP. Personally, I think that cat could swing the fucking bat harder than Aaron Judge could ever. All right? You know, we need to get that. We need to track down that. You know, we need to dog chip the cat, right? And we need to find where he's at, right? And then we're going to get him a Baseball, uh, baseball Yankees contract. Crazy. Yeah, and we're going to sign him up, and he's going <laughs> to replace Aaron Judge because Aaron <laughs> Judge can't swing a fucking bat. All right, he can. And you know, I say this every time: either Aaron Judge strikes out or he hits a home run. Um, yep. Well, that's with all and, power hitters, basically. Well, yeah, except for Alonzo, yeah. because he's the best yeah. power hitter. Yeah. So, just I. <laughs> Fucking goddamn fucking Yankees. <laughs> um, uh, oh, man. Fuck. I don't even want to say their name. Like, it's just, it's embarrassing. Let's call them the, I don't know. The hmm. piss poor, the, the poor excuse of a baseball team. There you go. Yeah, like, there you go. Like, what the hell? Um, when am I going to get you to agree that the Mets are the best team in New York? When will you ever get me to agree that? Yeah. Uh, at my funeral. <laughs> at my funeral. Uh, yeah, you'll never, you'll <coughs> never hear me say that. Uh, ever. I mean, unless you go back to season one, episode nine. I mean, I didn't say that. You know, <laughs> I'm just saying if you want to hear me say it, potentially it's in season one, episode nine, Maybe. summer edition. Um. So yeah. <laughs> um. But it is. It's the time that me and Steven have been waiting for this entire episode. Let's move into the WWE topics. The first one being, Ric Flair has been released by the WWE. Now, Ric Flair, the nature boy, uh, a lot of people are seeing him going to AEW. (laughs) Not surprising. Uh, Half of the AEW roster is from WWE. Um, Yeah. uh, I mean, credit credit to him. Yeah, credit to him. But um, Ric Flair asked for his release. Ass. (laughs) Asked for his release. Um... And I believe he literally called Vince McMahon and was like, you need to release me. I don't want to do this anymore. 
And it's not that he was retiring. It was because he was done with the booking decisions that he was given. And uh, 100%, I agree with Ric Flair. If I was Ric Flair, I'd want to be released too. Because the storylines that they were giving this man were stupid. I mean, for a 17-time world champion. What are some examples? Yeah, like, seriously. Uh, The examples, like when he was in that storyline with Lacey Evans. And Lacey Evans was like like, dating him, supposedly, and then all of a sudden, Lacey Evans was like, Charlotte, you can't touch me, because I'm pregnant. Like, like, what the hell is that? What was the point in that? Just to, like, like, I mean, not that they knew that she was pregnant or not, and even that she didn't know. Lacey Evans' gimmick was kind of weird when she first came into the WWE, because she was kind of like a mix of a heel and a face. Yeah, It was always, like, a mixed reaction whenever she came out. Yeah, personally, I I don't mind her gimmick. It's kind of like, you know, the military one, like the woman's right. So, um, I I like it. It's a good gimmick, and I like her theme song. But other than Mm. that, I mean, she's kind of annoying. I hate the southern accent, and I just, I don't know what it is, but... Well, that is real, by the way. Yeah, well, yeah, it is real. But the thing is, and no, but she also emphasizes a lot of it. Like if you like hear her yeah. talking normally, it's like a slight one. But she's like, "Y'all nasty." It's like, what the yeah. fuck? <laughs> so, um, yeah, who knows? But Ric Flair had one hundred percent a right to want to be released. Um, yeah, but I mean, I don't well, want to spend too much. Big though, because Ric Flair has obviously had a very good career with them. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, he's and now for he's, life. You know, he's just asking for a release from the mm-hmm. company that made him famous, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, once again, well, he was released a couple years back when he wrestled with, uh, or not wrestled, but he was in uh, TNA. So yeah, and and he was good in TNA. He really was. But now our fans are like, TNA? huh? Do you think he'll well, go back to TNA? Yes and no, but the big, big uh, uh, rumors, he's going to AEW, which I well, yeah. see more probable. Well, the thing is, AEW wasn't a thing back then when he was in TNA, right. so I guess right. since and AEW's he has, bigger. And he has plenty of more options. Like, you have Impact, you have TNA, you have, you know, do I see him going to New Japan? Fuck no, but, no, <laughs> you know, course. so... I don't think he's going to Japan to wrestle, but what I'm saying <laughs> is he'll probably go and have a spot, maybe a manager spot in AEW, and fans are literally yeah. going to shit their pants. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, it's yeah. Ric Flair in it, AEW. It is Ric Flair. A competitor and, WWE. You know, and speaking of uh, the, the the WWE, I'm about to go off before we even get to the topic. I'm not even going to say the topic yet because I'm going to get angry. But... Um, so, the WWE might have to cancel SummerSlam, uh, from Las Vegas. Let me tell you something. Let me just reach around here to turn down my microphone. Perfect. Okay. So, the WWE thinks they're gonna have to cancel SummerSlam from Las Vegas. Let me tell you something. If you go back to that old, forsaken fucking Thunderdome, I'm done. I am not watching WWE anymore. Because if you go back to that, your TV ratings to the fucking ground, alright? I, no. There is no way. I will refuse to watch SummerSlam. I am not watching any more WWE shows in the Thunderdome. Fuck that. Fuck no. Or in the Performance Center. I'm not doing that either. No way. I wouldn't prefer the Thunderdome over over the Performance Center. Frankly, because it was bigger. Yeah, but and the thing is, like, it's so fucking irritating. Like, 
the fans are loving this, right? It's back to normal. And, you know, well, we do have the Delta variant spreading, and, you know, we got to yeah. be mindful of that. But, however, with WWE, so what if there's a mask mandate? Whatever. <coughs> but you, in no yeah. possible way, can cancel any more shows further on. Because if you do, you are losing a shitload of fans. Okay? I mean, Look at AEW. And if this goes for AEW, yeah, too. I was just about to mention that. Yeah. This goes for AEW, too. If they cancel, too, they're fucked. They are fucked. Mm -hmm. because, Absolutely. And here's the thing. If they cancel SummerSlam and they go back to the Thunderdome, they are legitimately going to be fucked. Like, and, and if they do, and if they have to cancel live crowds again, my only, you know, option would be if I was Vince McMahon or, you know, any executive, I would have to come up with something different for a setting. Maybe SummerSlam on a boat. You know, I know they were thinking of that last year, but yeah. I cannot have SummerSlam, the biggest party of the year, which they fucking call it. You yeah. cannot have the biggest it. Biggest party of the summer. Yeah, biggest party of the summer. It's literally WrestleMania in the summer. You cannot cancel this. You can't. You can't. But you know what? They will. They will. Because they don't care. If, you know, thousands of streaming fans are in the building. Why? Because they can manipulate the sounds and, you know, they can do whatever they want, right? With their own little piped in sound noises. They can do whatever the fuck they please, right? And they'll still make billions of dollars, right? And another complaint is, you know how Peacock malfunctioned during the Money in the Bank match, the men's? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you even, you even text me. You're like, uh, is your Peacock not working? I'm like, yeah, no, it's not working. Peacock is, is fucking malfunctioning every single pay-per-view, all right? It either buffers or either just keeps loading and loading, like, or it cuts in and out. If I'm pay if I am Vince McMahon and I am paying you a million dollars for you to stream my content, it better not be fuck. it better be crystal fucking clear. You know what I mean? You, it's so annoying with these people, and you know yeah. my my uh, I'm I'm about to get real aggravated because once I bring up this topic, it's it's going down. It's it's I'll let you go first, but I I just I need to take a second here because holy shit. But other than it's that, my turn. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we're gonna get into it. So the last topic being holy shit, we've been on for 38 minutes. Pretty long episode, but here's the thing. William Rotunda, also known as Bray Wyatt, has been released by the WWE for fucking budget cuts. Go ahead, Steven. <laughs> I am... <laughs> I am so pissed right now. I was keeping this in for almost a week, waiting for this episode, to, for us to do this episode so I can rant about this. This has pissed me off so much because mm -hmm. WWE, they they had him at WrestleMania. They gave him one of the worst matches of his career. They ended yeah. it in the worst way. It was mm -hmm. a great rivalry. You had one. You built this up. You built it up for months. You end it terribly at WrestleMania. Everybody's mm -hmm. pissed off at you. And then we never see the Fiend ever again for like the next two months. And then mm -hmm. you come out and you say that you released him for budget cuts. When you're a mm -hmm. multi-million dollar company, almost a mm -hmm. billion dollar company, and you release and you release Bray Wyatt for budget mm -hmm. cuts, when mm -hmm. you can, which I don't know what the inside details were, but you mm -hmm. could, you 
if you could sign him, sign him. He's one of the best. Well, he's one of mm-hmm. the best wrestlers you've ever gotten. He's uh, yeah. one of the best gimmicks. Mm-hmm. Is one of the best gimmicks that you have ever had. He he came up with that himself. Right, he right. Up, came up with one of the best gimmicks we've ever mm-hmm. seen by himself. He's a mm-hmm. great wrestler. Regardless, mm-hmm. may, he may be out of shape, but I mean, yeah. he's still one of the best wrestlers. Right. He he's a great talent. He's a great promo cutter. He can do mm-hmm. everything so well, and he's mm-hmm. the he's like the best wrestler, all around wrestler you can have on your right. roster, and you release him for budget cuts. Yeah, there has to be a hidden reason for there has something. To be. There fucking has to be. That I mean, okay. it can't so, like, be budget cuts because you're no, a billion dollar company. It it, it can't you, be. You and were that's the, the most profitable in the COVID pandemic, where mm-hmm. everybody was shutting down. Businesses were losing money. You were mm-hmm. making money. You were making more money than you ever were in the last three yeah. years. And you're in the pandemic. And then you release one of your best wrestlers and best all-around wrestlers in the world for budget mm-hmm. cuts. Yeah. I just don't understand how it can you how you can release him for budget cuts. He was yeah. said that he had mental health issues mm-hmm. when he wasn't on TV for the, for the last few months. Well, that was just That's an what everybody thought bite. it was, and that right. might be it. They might mm-hmm. say it was budget cuts, which is a terrible excuse for it. Yeah, and like, why not just go ahead and say? Unless he wanted it to be private and he didn't want that to be out in the public. Right, which is understandable. But people kind of figure that out already. Right. Yeah. It just doesn't um, make sense. No, it doesn't. I'll take over now. <laughs> Get ready. That was good. But I'm about to cut a way better promo here, Steven. <laughs> this is this is insane, okay? And you know, the fucking disrespect that Vince McMahon does have is is ridiculous. It's out of this fucking world. You have a man, you know, William Rotunda, or Wyndham, I'm sorry, Wyndham. You know, you, you have Wyndham, you know, he's just, he's sitting there, and, you know, gets a fucking notification that he's released, and that was the story. He wasn't told anything. He, he fucking found out on Twitter. He found out on Twitter. That's how much Vince McMahon cares about his fucking talent. That's how much he cares. Not not a phone call, you know, thanking Wyndham for you know the, the the fucking work ethic that this guy has, right? And he's been in the he's been in the company for how many years? Almost, yeah. he's been in the company for almost ten years, maybe right. maybe even more than that. Yeah, more than that. You know, you have one of the most creative superstars that you have ever had, and you release your best fucking wrestler that you have had in the last decade. Do the fucking budget cuts. What what sense does that make? You release the fucking Bray Wyatt, the most uh, over superstar in your shitty ass company, due to budget cuts. What the fuck is that? It doesn't make sense, and I don't think it's ever going to make sense to me, because you cannot release... Listen, I'm going to get serious now. You cannot release someone due to budget cuts that is so creative... That, that, that you think Vince McMahon or any other fucking story writer could have came up with that gimmick? No, yep. no, because he came up with every single promo. He came up with the gimmick, and it's ridiculous. You do not release someone to budget cuts for someone that put in that much fucking work, okay? And now who do we have? 
Who do we have? Who replaced Bray Wyatt? Who replaced him? Nobody. Bill fucking Goldberg. That's who replaced him. That's who replaced him. Oh, and let's not forget. Let's not forget. The, they buried the fucking fiend at that super showdown when the yeah. old fucking Bill Goldberg couldn't, yeah. you know, lift him up for a the, fucking jackhammer. fucking six-year-old, maybe older. Mm-hmm. I, don't know how old, I don't know how old he is. He he couldn't even lift up the fiend for a jackhammer. Yeah, and he and he beat yeah. him like that. He barely he lifted him off the feet like like two yeah. feet, and then yeah. with a jackhammer, you know, could have injured him that way. Yeah, yeah, he could have, but no, but no, no. On Raw, we get to see Bill Goldberg's son. Ooh, Gage. Oh my God, he grew up in five years. Who fucking cares? Where is the fiend? I don't care about Goldberg. I don't care about Stone Cold Steve Austin. No, we want Bray Wyatt. Where, where is the fiend? He was the most over superstar. The most over superstar in your company. And you release him due to fucking budget cuts? Who's next? Sasha Banks? Who's next? Who's next? Charlotte Flair? Who are they going to cut next? No, they won't cut Eva Marie. They won't cut Eva Marie, right? Because, yeah. you know, fans, oh, oh, they love her and, you know, Dewdrop. What the fuck is this storyline with Alexa Bliss and Dewdrop? What, what, this is so stupid. It makes my skin fucking boil. I just. Alexa Bliss doesn't have anybody to, like, like, what's, mm-hmm. like, like, her gimmick was, like, the whole start of that whole gimmick was, mm-hmm. the whole start I, of that gimmick was about her being in, was in an encounter with the fiends. The mm-hmm. fiend basically, like, changed her whole thing, changed, right. basically controlled her. Right. He became Sister Abigail. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had when when the Fiend had a great rival, ra- rivalry with Braun Strowman, who, by the way, is also gone. Yeah, do the budget and, cuts. <laughs> yeah, and now you think that huh, it because now Alexa Bliss has nobody to play that gimmick off of. Who mm-hmm. is she going to say? I mean. I don't know. I'm kind of struggling to put things together right now. Yeah, I know. I know. Because it's, a, it's, so fucking, it's annoying. It is. You know, you had... Th- this is WWE Raw right now. This is Raw. We have some fucking possessed Barbie doll who sits on a swing in a playground and, like, thinks she's, like, can control things with her mind. That's who we have. And some ugly-ass doll. You, you've actually... We actually saw in Money in the Bank because her gimmick is to hypnotize people. Right. She hypnotized like Selena Vega or something. Yeah. Brought her down off, had her step down off the ladder. And then she, it's just so dumb. And, and I hate like, it. And then, okay, but here's the thing. Like, if she can hypnotize people, why doesn't she hypnotize them to lose? I, to I just lay what, down on the floor and take a... And right. Why take don't, a pin. Okay, here's the thing. Why don't we, like, <laughs> somehow write Alexa Bliss off TV for a couple months, bring her back as the goddess? Because either way, she's fucked. Yeah. Her her career is dog shit right now. Unless she you literally her two for budget cuts. Yeah, she, well, yeah, for budget cuts. I'm not surprised, bro. We'll wake up tomorrow morning. And I'll be WWE superstar Lexi Kuffman, you know, released due to budget yeah. cuts. And I'll flip shit. I'll be done. I will block WWE on Instagram. I'll be done. Like, I just, these people are so, like, Nick Khan, who is the executive for, you know, finances. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck he is smoking, but I, I need some of it. Like, what the fuck? Like, he he releases, I can't stress this enough, Bray Wyatt was the most creative superstar you have ever had on your roster. On your roster. 
And now, guess what's going to happen? He's going to be hashtag all elite. I can see myself two weeks from now, when, when they do the Chicago show in the middle yeah. of August, I can see myself looking up a picture of Bray Wyatt, going on PixArt, and selecting the sticker that says all elite wrestling, and putting hashtag all elite uh, on our Instagram. Because yeah. that's what's going to happen. Bray Wyatt will have a wonderful career in AEW. And, now, you know, my this thing. Is, Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. You're fine. All right. Um, so my thing is that since Bray Wyatt came up with since Wyndham came up with that gimmick on his own, mm-hmm. is he going to be allowed to use that gimmick in AEW? No. Because they trademarked the uh the fiend. But it was his gimmick. What is his gimmick? I, I don't know. He's going to have to come up with something. He's going to have to be a creative again, which he's always been good at. You know, but they yeah. don't care. They don't care. So now he's going to, maybe he'll just come back as Bray. Who knows? But point being, they trademarked, you know, The Fiend, that name. And they probably trademarked The Fiend mask logo. So there's going to be no Fiend, you know. Yeah. And they probably, of course, they trademarked the uh, finisher name. So there's no Sister Abigail. So, and you can't copy a whole gimmick over. I mean, that's illegal too. Um, Yeah. But personally, I want, you you, you do bring up a good point. Because if he came up with the idea and it wasn't a story writer and they, like, that's interesting. I'm not sure if he'd be able to use it. Maybe. Yes and no. See what the law is. Because but. the fact that, that he came up with the gimmick and then WWE just has the rights to the gimmick even though they never cre- right. came up with it. Well, you know what, Stephen, though? That might be in his contract, though. You never know. Um, that might have been in his contract. And there is a 90 days com- uh, compete clause, so he has to wait 90 days either way. Um, yeah. But I'm just... Uh, I'm annoyed. I am pissed off. I don't even want to watch SmackDown tomorrow. I really don't. Like Honestly, I think I'm going to be an AEW fan from here on out. You go right ahead. I, I tried watching it last night. I watched fucking, uh, 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 what the hell, Malachi Black, a.k.a. Tommy they got, Yeah, they got Malachi yeah. Black. They got yeah. Alistair Black in WWE. They yeah. have Kenny Omega. They, they have all the great superstars now. Yeah, yeah. If Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt go there... Mm-hmm. Oh That's my God. gonna be—they're gonna take over WWE in their first three years of being a company. Yeah. Well, that's what's gonna happen because listen, this is what's gonna be WWE in one year from now, maybe two, maybe even three. I don't know. But here's what's gonna happen: we're gonna have Sasha Banks. Maybe, maybe we'll have Sasha Banks, right? Maybe we're gonna have piss poor Alexa Bliss. We're gonna have the Luchadors, Lucha, Lucha. Yeah. That's what we're gonna have. That's all we're gonna have. We're gonna have shitty tag team matches. We're gonna have. No, John Cena is going to be off filming his stupid fucking movies. Which, by the way, he should have stuck with wrestling. No one watches his movies. But yeah. the point being, yeah, I just their company is going to be run into the ground without all these superstars that they released. I don't care what you say. Yeah. I don't care if they have yeah. Johnny Gargano down in <clears throat> NXT. I don't care if they have Dexter and you know whoever. I no, I don't care. Those were an asset to your Raw roster. That's what it was. And they don't care because what is going to bring Vince McMahon money? Money, money, money. Fucking Mr. Crab, okay? Like, Roman Reigns. 
Yeah, Roman Reigns. And that's, that's it. it. That's who we'll have. We'll have the Tribal Chief. And we're going to have him as a Universal Champion for the next fucking year. You know that. Until The Rock comes back. And personally, I don't want to see The Rock. I don't care about The Rock. Like, yeah. other fans might because that's nostalgic. But I don't care. Yeah. I don't want to see The Rock at a WrestleMania. I don't care. But... Just, it, it's annoying, and WWE has some serious fucking work to do if they ever want to be a company or, you know, a, a competing company in the next couple of years. And then Vince McMahon had the fucking nerve to go on a podcast and be like, we don't even, uh, we don't even consider AEW a competition. Bullshit, Vince, because in a couple of years, maybe even next month, your ass, they're going to be saying that about you. They are going to be saying that about you. So watch your mouth because he is what? going. Go ahead. Here's what AEW needs to do in order to mm. take over WWE in the next two years, which I think it might have to be in the next two years if we're going to say that because just of how big WWE is, just because they're right. WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, it You have to either, if you can get Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt, that would be amazing. Your your men's division is already probably one probably the best men's division in any wrestling promotion. Yeah, if you can improve your women's division, mm-hmm. your your company will skyrocket above WWE. Because right now mm-hmm. the women's division is okay, but they don't yeah. have any wrestlers that you're like really excited about, like to see right. all the time when they come out. If you can get at least one superstar, mm-hmm. maybe maybe Sasha Banks, maybe mm-hmm. Becky Lynch. Yeah, bro, 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 there would be no more WWE if Becky Lynch... What What if Becky Lynch shows up at the Chicago show? Oh, my God. The wrestling... <laughs> bro, I can see it. I can see it plastered all over my Instagram. Oh, my God. I... I'd, I'd, yeah. you, I would put up AEW posters all over my room. Like, <laughs> that would be insane. But, if, you, yeah. if you bring in any... Any superstar that that everybody knows and everybody likes, mm-hmm. and you for the for the women's division, then more people will follow, and more right. people will want to go to AEW because that's where all the talent is. That's where all the more opportunities are, and that's where you're going to get the probably your best, the probably the most famous that you will get yeah. will be in AEW because w, Vince McMahon doesn't like to. Uh, give people who have a lot of talent and a lot of potential opportunities at a push, unless right. you're like Young Belair, but that's it. Because right, who, yeah. who right now is in a few with Sasha Banks. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. if you can yeah, bring another one superstar for women's division, yeah. you can, another you, fucking another fucking WrestleMania rematch that no one cares about. Yeah, um, it was great see. before because mm-hmm. it was like I guess it was the first time. Two black women face off against mm-hmm. each other in yeah. in WrestleMania, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, I mean, other than that, other, history. Too. Yeah, history. Besides, I it was a decent match, but do I really want to see yeah. them feud for the next two weeks? I really don't. Yeah. I really don't. But what an episode today! We are almost. We are at fifty-five minutes. I mean, that's I the just, longest episode I think we've done. Yeah, no, I think the longest we might have hit was 58, but, um, so... Let's keep what, it going. Let's make it an hour. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, let's make it an hour. I mean, we got five minutes to burn, but what can we talk about here? Oh, oh, I know. I know one thing. Hang on a second. Oh, 
Oh, would you look at that? Becky Lynch isn't on the fucking roster right now because she hasn't <laughs> returned, right? Yeah. Well, I got news for you, Becky Lynch. Go to I AEW. Am, go to AEW, okay? Now, so I heard the storyline that they're going to do with her, from what I heard from, uh, what is his name? Uh, Sean Ross Sapp. Um, he says that she's not even planning to come back at SummerSlam. She's planning to come back in the fall towards Survivor Series. What the fuck? Like... Do these people, WWE is the only company I know, one, that's fucking stupid, and two, that are, they miss out on so, that miss out on so many opportunities, great opportunities. Like, can you imagine Becky Lynch coming back at SummerSlam to a packed Las Vegas, you know, Superdome? Okay, and but no, bring it back no. to Survivor Series, so nobody cares yeah. about except the two matches that you get on that on that card, which are the yeah. actual Survivor Series matches. That nobody yeah. else cares for those other matches because they're all because right. it's for the women's championship. For like, it's going to be the Raw Women's and SmackDown Women's champion going up against each other for their with their teams, and then the mm-hmm. men and then the other two championships for the men's division going against each other for the Survivor Series. Nobody else yeah. cares about the other matches because they're all matches that aren't for the championship, and they're usually not good rivalries to begin with. So nobody right. really cares about those other matches. So why bring back that Survivor Series? Why? Well, well, because they miss out on opportunities. Think about this. You bring Becky Lynch back in front of like 70,000 screaming fans, right? I know I don't mean fans that you cool off with because soon that's what WWE is going to have to fucking do. But, you know, you, you bring her back in front of, you know, 70,000 fans, you know, screaming. They're happy. It's the biggest party of the summer, which it ain't going to fucking be. But... You know, you bring her back. You know, you capitalized on such a great opportunity, but no, we're going to bring her back in Survivor Series in front of, like, 15,000. Like, I just... Sometimes I wonder if Vince McMahon is, is like, there in the head. I wonder if he's, like, mentally declining. I think he is. No one with a rational mind would cut a WWE superstar that brought you any money. Oh, plus, Bray Wyatt was the biggest, the biggest merch sales he had the biggest hmm? sales with merchandise. I had two of his shirts. Now, yeah. so I don't know what to do with them. Am I still yeah. going to wear them? Probably, because he's my favorite wrestler yeah. I've ever had. I've yeah. ever seen. So, I'll probably still wear them. But, yeah. I mean... I mean, like, he brought you so much money. He brought you so much money. But you cut him. You cut him. For what? For what? Bill Goldberg? Why are we paying a 56-year-old man that that has back problems that can't... We've already brought th- back three times. Yeah, that we've already brought back. You know, pretty soon they're going to have to, you know, pipe in crowd noise, you know, because people are just going to start chanting Oldberg, which they already are. They already are. Yeah. And, you know, I don't blame him because, you know, he is Oldberg. Yeah. No one wants to see Bill Goldberg. I'm sorry, WWE, but no one gives a shit about this mediocre old guy, grandpa, that, you know, thinks he's, you know, still 24, he's, you know, uh, in the 90s. He's still the shit who went, like, 90 and 0 in his career. Yeah. Right, right, yeah, like it's just like I'm sorry, Goldberg. Like once again, I think you're an amazing wrestler, but no, I do- it he is was, 2021. No, he, he, he is a great wrestler when he yes. was when he lived in the 80s. Yes, that was when yes. he 80s and 90s. That was when he was a good wrestler. Yeah, yeah. 
you know, squashing people like Bret Hart and everything. But you know what? He is the most unprofessional wrestler I've ever seen. You know, you ever hear about the story when he like super kicked Bret Hart like full on to cause a concussion? Yeah, yeah. that's not the Montreal screw job. That's what Shawn Michaels, I think. But the yeah. the uh, time he literally super kicked Bret Hart like in the face on purpose. It wasn't even a planned spot. Right, because usually wrestlers will protect their face and they'll take the kick with their hand in front of their face, but uh, Brett couldn't prepare for it, so he just kicked him in the face, and that's how he won. Gave him a pretty yeah, yeah severe concussion, and you know they don't care. Why would they care? You know, it's just it, it's it's you know it's nerve wracking, it's stupid, and it's ridiculous. We pay and- good. I think it was Shawn Michaels who said it. I'm, 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 don't quote me on that, but I think I think it was Shawn Michaels who said when he was cutting a promo, and th- this was for a rivalry, but mm-hmm. it might be real now. This company will be better once Vince McMahon's dead. It will and be. He might be right about that. He might be right because I'll tell you what: Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. Retire. Right, right. You know, Stephanie McMahon. I really can't stand, but Hunter. Hunter is amazing with NXT. Look what he's doing down in NXT. People watch yeah. more than NXT than they do Monday Night Raw. Okay, What's Monday that? Night Raw is dragging this company to the ground. And you mark my words right now, in two to three or five years, maybe seven, I don't know, WWE will not be around because of Monday Night Raw. You know, SmackDown, SmackDown is the only company that's doing something because they have Roman Reigns. That's yeah, Roman, if it wasn't for Roman's reigns, SmackDown would be <coughs> fucked. Like, it's because you're comparing Roman. It's because you're pairing Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman. That's yeah. the only reason. Yeah, and then we have John Cena against Roman Reigns at SummerSlam. Congrats, yeah. like, woohoo, yay! So he can just fucking lose. You know, if I was John Cena, I'd want to release. Okay, you fucking bring me back off of my busy schedule from Hollywood, and you're gonna have me lose at SummerSlam. Like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Um, but we are at an hour and one There we go. There we go. So, thank you everyone for listening to the football edition of uh, Sports Avenue. What an amazing episode. Probably one of our best. Uh, an hour and one minute and 42 seconds. Holy shit. It's going to be even longer with the intro and outro. Um, but thank you everyone for listening. I hope you have a nice restful weekend. And we will see you here Bell, wait, we will see you here next Friday evening. Thank you, everyone, and have a nice restful weekend. We go together, better than birds of a feather, you and me. We change the weather, yeah. I'm feeling heat in December when you found me. I've been dancing on top of cars and stumbling out of bars. I follow you through the dark, can't get enough. You're the medicine and the pain, the tattoo inside my brain And baby, you know it's obvious I'm a sucker for you For you